Assalamualaikum and good morning, good evening, good night, good whatever time you're watching or listening to this podcast. I hope you're having a good day today. But if not, that is okay. You know, tomorrow is still there. Tomorrow will be a new day. So I hope you will have a great day next day. So, biasanya untuk intro, I would like to macam intro a bit um, about my guest or something. But in this particular episode, um, we're meeting like at least to me lah, like um, new people juga. <laughs> like there, there are people that I'm meeting for the first time and there are people like, like I took courage to reach out. <laughs> so itu pun macam, um, so like uh, with you guys listening, I am also as interested and as um, sama-sama tak tahulah juga sangat like pasal guest kita ni so I am excited to actually ask together and get to know together with you so kat sini kita ada um, Akasha dan kita ada Sofia so um, why not um, before anything else I let you to introduce yourself to the audience uh, Akasha dululah <laughs> dan Sofia okay. Uh, Alright, uh, hi everyone. Okay, my name is Muhammad Afiq Akasha. Okay, people usually call me Akasha or also Afiq also can. Okay, uh, basically I'm a food technologist. Baru habis belajar um, taut, empat tahun dekat University Malaysia Terengganu. Uh, pursuing food science, degree in food science. Um, specifically in food service and also nutrition. So currently servicing uh, at um, Natural Prebiotic working as a food technologist. Okay, uh, itu saja. Currently 24, 24 tahun. Uh, right. Alright, Sofia? Okay, hi everyone. I am Kalida Sofia Bintin Muhammad Farid. And people would actually usually call me Sofia. I am currently in the last semester in my diploma program, uh, specifically in microbiology in UITM Kalipina. So that's all about my uh, introduction, about myself as for now. Okay, interesting. Korang loser nak tahu ni bukan interview kerja. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> Kenapa korang jangan salah aku macam pergi interview kerja? Adalah. Korang just, <laughs> just new people getting to know each other. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so, um, especially um, since uh, macam Akasha pun macam baru habis belajar dengan Sofia pun dah nak kat last semester belajar. Um, why don't macam you tell a bit more on kerja atau bidang you, you know, what you're actually doing um, dengan maybe some <coughs> macam, uh, you know, pointers. What what do you like about being in macam dalam bidang ni yang you tengah belajar atau you tengah kerja ke? Ah. Start first eh? Right. So bila kita bercakap tentang makanan ni Tak ada satu makhluk ataupun satu benda hidup kat dunia pun yang tak boleh relate lah Bila kita kata pasal makanan Even binatang, even kuman, anything Semua makan, betul tak? So I found it very very interesting Because mostly uh, in Malaysia People will always talk about Hey jadi doktor, jadi lawyer jadi pilot. Mm. This, three, this three most common, most popular kan. So, <laughs> I try to venture around my um, something yang 
quite important too but people macam tak terlalu pandang so I found that food is one of the thing of course lah ada lagi macam communication textile and so on but I found food um, is something that I can relate the most since I love food <laughs> of course when you love food uh, you can go into food industry lah kan so um, that is why I like it lah because everybody in Malaysia in the world eats food so there's a lot of opportunity especially when we talk about halal something that mm. is kind of muslim friendly and so on so it's very interesting uh, there's a lot of things to explore lah i can say that's why i go into food industry compared to engineering and so on lah mm. mm, interesting you know like i've mentioned before this with you kan food science ni kita tak terfikir bila kita makan ni kita tahu makan je kan manusia ni Okay, betul, kita betul. tak terfikir but food science is always with, with us wherever we go whenever yes. we yes mm. so yeah that, so yeah that was quite a new that's quite a new thinking also macam kepada audience yang mendengarkan you makan apa-apa je lah you makan there's like yelah kalau macam you contoh ambil ulam atau satu lah but we have to make kebanyakan makanan kita makan sekarang is mostly macam proses and process, I, don't mean, i don't mean it in a bad way i mean everything is processed basically kan macam tu so in that processing there's a lot of things that people there's a lot of science that scientists considers kan dalam memastikan makanan tu sihat dan selamat dan sampai kepada kita as consumer so yeah i pun macam bila fikir it's a very interesting um feel lah uh sophia Okay, uh, basically microbiology, right? The course that I'm taking at the moment. Uh, so, uh, for the audience, for those who are, who are watching this uh, session, talk session, I'd like to uh, tell you guys that only UITM provides this diploma microbiology program in Malaysia. Oh. Uh, the only the, the only IPTA that provides this course for diploma program. So, it's actually something yang uh, quite new lah for the for the. Uh, UITM um, folks actually to know about this course so much um, the the entrance into masuk um, to masuk this course will only like very very limited but then I don't know how they actually select the students from the SPM beavers so much um, ah. it depends on the actually basically but then you know the fact that I'm not actually interested in this course because uh, we never we never we, we can never um, expect what course that we are going to get right for the UPU system, from the UPU system kind. So much, um, okay, as uh, as semester goes by, what I can say is that we are learning about the uh, tiny living things. So uh, basically, you are, we are actually um, using all the lab equipments, like um, microscope is actually our best friend, but then since pandemic, mm. right? So from our house, like for almost like four semesters out. So we don't really have ah. too much the equipments, but all I can relate about uh, microbes, the microbes are the tiny living things, and food is actually very, very related. So basically, microbes ni, um, uh, living things yang uh, digunakan in the food processing, kan, Kasha? So yeah, like somehow it is actually very, very related. So for those young, um, very, very interested to get into microbiology course, you can actually uh, make a business by by being a microbiologist and then producing food so oh. much, it's actually quite rare lah. So about okay um somehow 
Or kalau orang usually people will actually sell foods yang macam mungkin macam biasa the product production of foods. Maybe you can get involved in producing um, probiotics ke because you are the only one who knows to handle those things. But you have the background studies on that. So macam tu lah. Uh, that's actually a little bit thing about microbiology, not just that. Macam um, the works um, that involve um, lab, macam as for now, we have the COVID-19 um, cases, right? So much um, somehow the microbiologists, they are, are responsible to um, apply for the swab test too. So mm -hmm. some of them that. So that is another job scope young a microbiologist can do. So actually much um, microbiologists is not, not just much um, focused uh, mainly in the lab um, work, that you can actually further into foods juga. So much um, the branch is actually quite wider lah compared to um, apa ni, macam, macam ni, macam other, other um, Stereotypical processes. jobs? Yeah, stereotypical jobs macam So, that is apa ni, rough background about microbiology lah basically mm. You kata course you baru dekat uni you ya? You batch ke berapa lah? I batch, um Microbiology ni diploma started on 2015. So sekarang boleh ah, berapa? So, so macam tu lah. Impression so, number tujuh. Boleh lah. Uh, uh, but you know, even the degree program baru started on year 2019. So macam it's oh. memang baru. So, Tapi I'm not uh, interested in microbes. So I'm, I'm not planning of like further into microbes after this. Mm. Okay, like, okay. The stereotype orange usually I can ask, asking the uh, kids to become doctor. I am planning mm. to apply for MBBS program. Tapi if only I pass, I will further into that course lah. Kalau tak, ah. then maybe learning about other courses lah. Okay, okay. Insyaallah we call up mudahkan. I mean, um, awal-awal tadi like I tanya, like you know what do you like or something. It doesn't mean like much um. Because there's this miss what passion also can passion like we have this one thing yang kita sangat suka yang sanggup berkorban peluh dan darah yang kita akan commit forever and ever and ever to it like that's not wholly the true thing so macam for because for me I view it macam setiap bidang ilmu ada je benda yang menarik macam tu lah so that that's what I've been meaning from my question lah to from you guys to share what is interesting um in your field because. Like I said, as I believe, every field is interesting, has interesting things. You know, like seorang, kita ada seorang ni dalam food science, seorang ni ada dalam microbiology. Do you see this career path coming to you masa kat sekolah? It is quite interesting juga macam mana I found out um, my, my interest in food. Uh, when I scroll down the UPU list, that is when I found out that, oh, menariknya degree makanan ni. I found degree makanan UITM Sha'alam, if I'm not mistaken, that is my first choice. Ah, uh, So, dari situ, I macam, oh, ha'ah lah, kenapa selama ni aku tak fikir sebab mula-mula, mula-mula, I was like uh, some typical student lah, will go for engineer, civil engineer to be to be exact. But when I scroll down the UPU list, and I found out that makanan ni something yang I can relate more lah compared to engineer because engineer ni, will involve a lot of calculations, will involve a lot of technicalities and so on. So, I'm like, alamak, malasnya. <laughs> so, I decide to jump 
360 go into new something new but something that is more relatable which is food so to answer that question it is really few days before tarikh tutup upu to i found out that i got the interest in in food industry lah mm. Oh, wow. Before tarikh tu tak tu. Ah, kind of adventurous lah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, it's about me, is it? Ah, for for you, like, did you see this career path coming to you or not? Of course, no. Of course, no. <laughs> I don't have any single idea about it, but then. When you have to go for it, then you have to go lah. But and actually, in the first semester, I never thought that I can actually do it. I mean, like getting good pointer for this course. But then, alhamdulillah lah. As time passes by, I think maybe this is something that um I couldn't see in the past few years. Tapi as for now, I think sebenarnya kita dah we've been brainwashed a lot. Uh, from our teachers, you know, so especially from the schools like ours, right? So teachers, uh, teachers will ask you to pursue into medical, and becoming mm. engineer. Even for those um, of the students uh, who didn't manage to get uh, a SASI program, even matrix program, teacher will actually asking you. Like in my school, lah, like they do not encourage students to further into diploma program because what's the point of you like doing diploma? Because like. You can go for assessment and then short go into degree, right? But then you have to understand that, um, sebenarnya in Malaysia there are so many other courses, yang very very beneficial and also that has been a demand for Malaysia itself. So macam jangan macam tu like um apa macam kecikkan our scope of thinking yang only like medical and so engineering je yang ada dalam Malaysia ni. Like hello. Course lain tak ada benefit. Kenapa like we have um? Kenapa uh, Malaysia provide course tu kan? Even like for the food service, I thought dulu food service is a course yang macam orang ingat course lindung. Now it is like the very the very hot course even in UiTM only yes. like students need to get 3.9 something je kot yang boleh get into food tech tau food technology and food service so benda tu like benda tu depends on the current situation lah we cannot simply state uh, medical and so engineering is the, are the best courses in Malaysia so to to talk about myself microbiology I didn't I didn't see um this course about I mean like this course is all about why uh, for the for the past few years but I was much um it's a very like a small scope of um, science branch. But so far so good. But I'm not planning to better into this course. That's the reality. I mean, I've heard the same thing also like orang kata jangan pergi diploma kan. And masa mula-mula I was like ah uh, okay. But then bila lepas sekolah I was like, I was more like, oh, why? Like, okay je kan. And then, bila sampai sekarang, and I was like, mm, tengok, degree punya um, graduate employability berapa persen, diploma punya berapa persen, vocational punya berapa persen. Mm, tengok kat situ, maknanya disparity dia sekarang, like orang yang kerja, yang ada degree-degree, like stereotypical lah yang paling susah nak dapat kerja kan. Sebab supply dah terlalu lebih kepada demand. And I can talk more about this, tapi, Kalau yang mendengar Bumi Night, you can buy my books. 
because this is not about it's not about me anymore but yeah oh yeah but remember i became a name of my it's a bit much of a risk to cut up you know but standing to that also like um career path is one of the things in adulthood yang kita pun time kita sekolah boleh lah fikir kan macam daripada sekolah rendah lagi aku nak jadi tu nak jadi ni and then bila kita macam dah form 4 form 5 yeah the path macam kita fikir could be a bit more realistic but ultimately you know god take us where we need which is sometimes yang kita tak tahu apa itu jalan dia kan so adulthood in general lah adulthood in general ah itulah so adulthood in general um macam mana Um, adakah macam sama dengan apa korang bayangkan masa sekolah dulu aku sekolah aku dah dewasa aku begini 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 <laughs> macam mana okey aku dulu eh right so personally i can say that um, boleh kata 70 to uh, 60% samalah apa yang oh. i expected because because during my school years I, dah buat sedikit orang kata apa macam baca-baca reading reading uh, lot about macam mana how to pay taxes how to you know get job quickly after you done your study so lot of thing that i've read lot of thing that i've um, google through um, most of them are quite the same as what i've been experiencing alhamdulillah so yeah to cut things short memang boleh kata everything is quite the same lah compared to orang kata apa mungkin experience orang lain-lain kan but mm, in terms of okay. myself memang boleh kata lebih kurang lah with what I've been expected betul-betul mm. mm-hmm. that's getting macam mana like we said before lah kita plan tak semestinya jadi but that does not mm-hmm. macam halang kita daripada you know if you if you get a good head start you should kan betul macam mm. tu <laughs> Love. Very opposite lah Kasha Because what the things that I imagine in the school years Was not the same I mean like like I'm like 360 No not 300 180 degree like very very different Because mm. you know what like, SPM I went for uh, this one uh, foundation program Which is actually it is a preparation for the medical program In this one private university So macam I thought that I'll be going to India and then pursue my degree program, medical program that's only for two years and a half, but then suddenly like there was lots of problem. So much uh, I never thought that I'll be ending up in BCYPM, in which this is not the university that I would want to be uh, in, uh, in the school years, so, but much um, you know, like the school, like ours last time, they, I mean, like the teachers, they do not really encourage the students to go to UITM, go for UMCA, UKM ke, because those are actually the prestigious university lah, kononnya. Tapi, ilah memang lah. But then, that doesn't mean that UITM is actually a bad university. So, macam, yeah, it's totally different. It's something that I never imagined in my school years, and I never thought of ending up in this course. And basically, I am currently to to go to uh, to go to actually catch my dream of like on what I imagine my school years. Tapi mm. I know it's gonna be like a very long journey. Tapi I'm actually trying to go for it. That is the fact. Mm. So we are different. Betul betul. There is much one quote yang I baca. You cannot have everything that you want. 
you can have anything that you want but you cannot have everything that you want so macam so macam i need for lagi satu myth juga the myth of pursuing your dream the myth of you must pursue your dream or you won't be happy nothing should stop you from doing what you love tu semestinya but it's okay to take your time you know it's okay to take your time it's okay untuk to um you know it doesn't have necessarily have to be now it doesn't have necessarily to be macam sekarang sekarang semua nak achieve sekarang kan you know there are some things that we can let go there are some things we can postpone there are some things that kita boleh tunggu tak ada masalah tak, tak terkejar-kejar pun gunung dikejar takkan lari <laughs> itulah tu sebelum kita itu masa kita sekolah kita fikir kerja ni macam ni time belajar ni macam ni um and then campur pula sekarang ni kita Um, we are in a very interesting time period where it, we're in the middle of pandemic. That is one thing juga untuk kita factor in sebab kita pun masa sekolah tak terfikir kita akan menghadapi pandemic tiba-tiba kan. So, like apa so far macam mana pengalaman korang? Macam Sofia belajar masa pandemic ni, like the whole thing of this online earning. Sebab for me, um, March 2020 tu I my last sem. My last sem belajar. So, Dapat merasa yang online-online tu macam satu sem je lah. Masa dah tak ada lah. Dengan, tu lah Kasha pun macam mana kerja in this new norm. You know, do you have like um interesting macam stories ke? Atau you know, SOPs in general macam mana nak cerita sebab sebab I freelance, saya tak tahu. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Uh, basically, Alhamdulillah lah. I have to say that Alhamdulillah uh, pernah merasa pengalaman untuk study study in you know during this pandemic during 2020 lah because at that time i think i have still two uh, semesters left so semester 7 and also semester 8 so basically um, pernah lah merasa macam mana lecture online puasa waktu pandemic and so on di university uh, i still remember that during that time i think <laughs> uh, if I'm being honest, I think kind of crying jugalah dekat university oh. sebab during, during that time, it was lockdown so no one can go in, no one can go out, especially students okay, so in that time, I I only have one best friend which is Shafiq uh, she's, he's the one that, you know, always every time with me dekat asrama, so it's kind of sad lah So, macam mana kita nak connect dengan kawan-kawan through Google Meet, through WhatsApp call and so on. So, that's the only way lah. And Alhamdulillah, at the last moment dekat semester, hujung semester tu kan, uh, baru orang kata apa lockdown universiti tu dilonggarkan sikit lah, loosen out lah. So, at that time, um, people from, or friends from outside the UMT university can come in and play with us, wow. volleyball, football, futsal and so on. So, Alhamdulillah, from there, I've regained my, you know, mental state and so on. Lepas tu, uh, I go for intern because my intern is at semester 8. Um, I can say that 100% my, of my intern is at factory, at, at the industry itself. So, no work from home. So, mm. I cannot relate at that time for people who work from home. So, basically, I work as a quality control trainee uh, where I, you know, kind of uh, control things go in and out from the factory, from the industry. So I check, um, so 
something like that cannot be done through online meetings through from home right so benda-benda macam tu memang kena pergi office kena check apa semua uh, and memang boleh kata yang work from home tu it's not something that is relatable to me it's not something that i can explain lah sebab belum 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 tahu lagi kan macam mana macam mana but i can say that alhamdulillah bila masuk kerja yang betul kan bila masuk kerja yang betul the first two months if i'm not mistaken the first two to three months 100% work from home <laughs> you have to ah 100% work from home it's kind of a doa dimakbulkan pun ada kadang-kadang kan but that's Yelah because I personally I sebagai manusia kan I kalau boleh nak kalau boleh nak orang um, kata feel every uh, aspect of life lah macam work from home macam mana kerja kat office uh. macam mana kalau boleh nak rasa semua lah kan but alhamdulillah uh, bila work from home ni dapat rasa when I first started as food technologist kind of exciting at first but the first uh, it only became interesting uh, at the first two to three weeks lah. Lepas tu, dia macam, orang kata pun macam dah start bosan, macam dah start lama. Hmm. Macam ni je ke? Macam ni je ke? Haa, <laughs> macam tu lah. Macam, <coughs> the the day of the work literally start with pukul 10, uh, masuk meeting. So, akan present apa nak buat, apa nak buat and so on. Boss akan bagi arahan apa semua. And then, keluar meeting. Meeting pun tak lama. Uh, dalam around 20 to 30 minutes and then at 5 o'clock p.m. petang ada lagi satu meeting untuk report back what we have done, oh. apa yang terjadi, is there any problem so every day we we will repeat so sometimes kadang-kadang terlambat masuk meeting, kadang-kadang terawal biasalah kan but every day for 2 to 3 months 10 and 5 I have to be on the clock, on the laptop kan so duduk depan kamera report apa yang jadi so that is the thing lah and then after that Ah, baru rasa slowly masuk office, slowly pindah barang and so on So kind of interesting lah, I've experienced a lot of things A lot of you know face, work from home, work from office and so on So it is quite new to me lah, especially a fresh graduate kan So that's all lah, pengalaman kerja <laughs> How do you find yourself balancing your timing uh, in between, juggling between your work and also your house chores? Is it, is it like how do you balance your time between your work and also um, about your house chores during those times lah? Like oh. was it hard? Mm, I can see oh. that. Um, I'm a man of to-do list. You know, everything oh. that I want to do, I will letak dalam my to-do list. I I had uh, three to-do list. I um, okay. I had two days to-do list urgent to do list and non urgent to do list so today's to do list ni macam you guys tahu lah everything must be done in that same day okay kalau urgent maybe i put in a time frame of 1 to 2 week maksudnya dalam masa 1 hingga 2 minggu mesti siap kerja tu and of course non urgent i put it in a time frame of 1 to 3 months so i will orang kata apa setiap malam before tidur kan i will letaklah okay esok pagi ah jot down nak mop lantai, nak sapu sampah, nak basuh bilik, apa semua lah. Everything, yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah, that details. Uh, I will list out around 20 to 30 house chores and also kerja-kerja lah. Repair motor ke apa ke kan. But I don't set myself a schedule. Ah, uh, That is what unique hmm. about me lah. I jenis tak suka, uh, you know, fixed time. Oh, pukul 10 kena ni, pukul 11 kena ni tak. 
I'm a guy, as long as the work is done, that's it. Ah, uh, just list down the, your to-do list. As long as your 20 to 30 chores siap, ah, uh, that's it. Dah tak payah nak orang kata apa, letak timing yang terlalu fix. Sebab penat. Kalau ikutkan penat, memang kuat penat lah. Ah, uh, this is how I, orang um, kata apa, control my time lah during this pandemic and so <laughs> Because people will actually usually get burned out tau when working from home mm-hmm, and so betul. they have to like mm. juggle the time. Uh, that's why I'm asking you, how did you manage to do that? Yeah, it's really, it's really nice. Like Sophia, how's it going? How's it going to belajar ODL time-time ni? Atau sepanjang, sepanjang pengajian lah? Okay, so from my experience, um, Actually, I started my diploma program in the end of like in the middle of 2019 tau. So, during March 2022 is actually my second semester. So, macam mm. it was a real struggle dah lah memang I don't have any interest into this course. So, macam bila dah jadi macam tu, so we have to learn it online. So, macam the struggles are like macam the lecturers are still like um, finding the best uh, apa ni, software or maybe uh, apa a medium to to do the online class kan. So macam we, the students also, we don't have any exposure towards any of the online stuff kan. So macam masa tu memang struggle teruk. And then kan kita under apa ni lockdown, we cannot go out and we cannot go in. Even though I I was at home, masa tu memang rasa macam tepu tau. We are living inside of the house for the whole months. I think I can say months kot sebab Like, kita lockdown, portal lockdown memang lama kan? Only then macam ada, yes. ada, ada boleh dua orang keluar masa tu, seorang keluar. Masa tu pun memang kita orang pun curi-curi keluar lah. So, I guess say memang it's stressful. But then macam bila dah lama online classes ni, you know why? This, this, is, this is one thing that I'm thinking of. Like, what if someday, I mean like one fine day, the university uh, uh, is allowed to open the campus for the students to get in can and then the students need to um, um, apparently attend the physical class can online like online classes can you still like uh, not really serious during the class um, apparently lecture you can even sleep sometimes can and apparently your doctor also we uh, didn't notice that you're you're actually you're actually sleeping after so makan So like shifting to the real um up in the real world yang nanti akan physical class I think it's going to be a, a great struggle juga for for those of uh, people yang tak pernah langsung ada physical interactions I mean physical class with their lectures especially sekarang dah dah ada pasal SPM kan so macam maybe they will get used to um, online learning so macam bila online learning ni usually the doctors lecture with the students will ask the lecturer to record kan the lecture so macam students um, can actually um, re-listen um, apa ni, anytime yang diorang nak rasa macam study. But then physical class, you need to pay pay attention 100% tau. So if you didn't pay attention, you will lost everything. So macam, itulah, I think um, itu antara benda yang um, apa pros and also cons lah about online learning. Tapi so far so good lah kan. At least macam we have the exposure towards what online learning is and finally we utilize the technology that sebenarnya dah ada selama ni tapi mm, kita macam yes. still cool ha that's the thing lah so macam benda boleh mudah like macam sekarang now this meeting we can do online so like kita tak ada macam apa ni um, apa ni street being street like meeting must be done in the meeting room ke apa ke so mm. macam 
that is another good thing lah about online, I mean like about pandemic ni. Like at least, even the golongan tua pun, they have the exposure on how to use Google Meet kan. Nak attend hmm. apa kuliah-kuliah masjid. Ah, so macam, hmm. tak perlu. Macam Yasin pun Google Meet sekarang. <laughs> Betul. Hmm. So, Something macam, new lah. Ya, tapi je lah. Tapi lah kita like not to forget lah during pandemic ni ada je like orang-orang yang terkesan kan kat dalam kehidupan dia macam hilang pekerjaan you know so there are pros and cons lah when something actually happen so at the same time kita macam kena bersederhana and also sentiasa berwaspada lah in whatever things that we are doing sebab we will never know apa yang akan, akan melanda negara kita lepas ni kan But I'm interesting juga. Soalan yang you tanya tadi kat Akasha, let me ask you back lah. Macam mana you pula the time belajar, belajar dekat rumah? How do you navigate that work? Eh sorry, I'm study dengan um, personal punya boundary tu ke? Then, macam mana? You know right, I am the kind of like a very opposite person that you guys saw. I don't have any plan oh. so much of because um Personally lah, if I do like that, I mean, because like most of the time, I'll just like um help my mom in whatever things that she asks me to do. So much um, if I like very very straight in my uh, schedule, much um okay, this hour I want to study sampai tuni tuni. Tapi you know like I tak boleh buat macam tu sebab sometimes benda-benda yang macam my mom suruh buat tu, I just cannot like simply menolak. Even though sometimes mm, I I I'm busy. I feel so guilty. So since uh since that lah, sebenarnya since pandemic tau, I um, apa ni tak ada macam schedule yang macam you guys buat. Sebab kat rumah ni, we cannot expect anything maksudnya can go smoothly. So macam, dia dah jadi macam tu and I'm used to it for about two years already kan, the pandemic thing kan. So macam, as for now, if I want to study, I study lah. Kalau ada, kalau tak ada, I do study. So usually Very macam simple. tu lah. <laughs> Itulah, like, the 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 key is just like, um, study tu, you just have to focus lah. I mean like, bukanlah focus, maksudnya you just need to understand the key points. On, I mean like, only then you can do it. Macam, tapi personally, um, I boleh buat macam tu because of IT, because of the, my experience previously sebelum buat diploma, I did, kan I did foundation, foundation program and then I went for STPM. So macam, I don't find diploma program ni macam, too difficult to handle lah sebab at least I have exposure towards the um, at least lah things that I've uh, that I'm learning now masa zaman zaman-zaman yang lepas so uh, so I think macam bila I got macam tu pun study macam tu pun I think it's still like macam boleh bertahan lagi lah sebab I bukan macam very very clueless about the things cuma macam nak recap hmm. balik je so mungkin it's a the different story lah untuk student lain kan. So macam tu lah, that is my um, apa ni? Uh, apa? Aturan hidup lah macam tu. Everyday uh, to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean sebab tu lah saya tanya sebab lain orang lain cara navigate. Rigidity is an end of one spectrum and then macam laid back punya approach pun in another end spectrum. People can fall into anything in between. So macam tak adalah like kita nak cakap oh kita yang organize ada to do this lagi bagus dari orang lain ni. Tidak. Contoh. Like you know we just wanted to know and learn about people macam yang different kan style dia orang daripada kita kan and actually that is one of the main main um 
thing that I've learned masa pandemic ni because you know sama lah I'm, uh, I'm I'm jenis someone yang macam mana like tu lah fikir oh dah umur, uh, umur sekian nak ada ni umur ni ada ni, ni ni mesti ada ni mesti ada ni mesti dah kerja mesti dah income sekian-sekian apa semua but only after macam uh, I masuk into adulthood and then bila pandemic lagi datang I faham like oh you know I don't have to macam set things to myself kena ada ni time ni, kena ada ni time ni like you know it's okay like even macam planning day day life pun macam senang cerita macam let's say we do have aim things to do kan macam contoh the to do list kan but you know what if I tak tick pun macam that list contohnya one list ke like I should not beat myself up too much macam tu lah kalau itu yang lagi macam membebankan one soul Like it's better. Itulah. It's just like me learning into this. Macam, you know, ada ada masanya. You know, kita boleh chill, kita boleh let back. We, kita tak perlu stress stress sangat kat diri. <laughs> so, so that's too much. Like interesting juga lah. Saya belajar. Ah, uh, <laughs> lah. Like, do you have? Do you much ada similar like things? Macam, maybe time pandemic pandemic ni ada benda yang korang belajar. Like selama ni aku macam ni But then oh time pandemic ni Oh jadi macam ni pula Ada <laughs> ke? Oh Kalau uh, akulah personally eh Personally aku ni seorang yang Suka baca Something yang hard copy lah Maksudnya everything sebelum pandemic ah. Everything must must be in hard copy lah I don't like things to be orang kata apa dalam online ataupun dalam PDF form, dalam computer lah senang cerita kan In soft copy form So I tend to print out, I tend to but When I think back, uh, it's quite quite not sustainable lah in terms of you know Environment and so on and uh, use a lot of papers Even though it is recyclable but Most of the papers will will be you know torn up, buang macam tu je kan Tak recycle pun kan So when pandemic happen, a lot of things Uh, went online, a lot of uh, reading materials went online, tak boleh pergi kedai buku, tak boleh pergi hmm. a lot of things lah yang asalnya physical convert into online. So I think why not uh, we try something new, um, baca buku online, uh, download PDF-PDF yang quite menarik untuk dibaca. So I think a lot of things can be done online is something new lah that I orang kata apa learn hmm. Hmm. yang tak terfikir pun. Sophia? Uh, I think personally I found myself changing from the person who don't know on how I mean like who always feel in multitasking I think I am capable enough to do multitask as for now like for example like um, even though the sometimes like there are days when my schedule is very packed with the classes but then I managed to mask up for the whole house that is one thing that I never I never imagined that I'll, I will be come tapi that's actually a good thing for it so macam uh, that's the one thing that I change myself lah so so that's it yeah that's the only thing I mean like for Kasha punya tu pun I actually I'm, I am currently changing myself from not using any papers but then somehow I feel like uh, reading things through um apa, physically like you can touch a paper and then read through um the the apa ni The, the notes, it's actually much more satisfying compared to like It's not that satisfying kalau kita macam just uh, jotting down all the things on the 
um, apa iPad. So, tapi itulah I am thinking about um, sama macam Tasha, tapi I'm still adjusting myself. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The reason why I got spec is because of that lah. <laughs> oh, you could. <laughs> no trying to change. So you have a lot of screen time man. Sebelum tidur baca, bangun tidur baca. So macam before this baca hard copy terang kan. <laughs> lepas ni, lepas pandemic terus ha, spec terus. <laughs> Oh, that is quite. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're reading too much to the point like you want to hear about no, I'm sorry to hear that lah. Tapi, ah, uh, lah kan among among the other things yang kita kena buat untuk adapt kan dekat dengan benda ni. Sebab kalau tak kerja tak jalan juga kan. Uh, hmm. So, tu lah. Itu kau cakap daripada segi channel itulah those are in terms of macam work and productivity wise um macam mana pula daripada segi macam contoh tadi Akasha cerita like how he struggled um socially eh, macam like terkurung seorang-seorang best friend pun seorang je like so macam how do you guys macam itulah daripada segi socially pula how do you navigate yourself macam through this through this pandemic. Like, I bagi contoh diri I dulu. Sebab, I'm like a textbook introvert also. Um, dan jenis tak terfikir nak approach orang dulu. Sebab, fikir macam, oh, orang approach kita. Like, you know, like orang nak datang kat kita, datanglah. I mean, daripada segi say hi atau kawan macam text dulu ke. So, I'm that type of person initially. But, uh, masa pandemic ni, I belajar like, sustaining that kind of macam, Attitude, shall, shall I say, it's not that healthy lah. Like, it took me a while juga lah untuk macam sedar like socializing, making friends and maintaining friends. Dia ada skill dia yang tersendiri. To an extent, mungkin dia natural dekat kita sebab we are social creatures after all. Tapi tu tak bermakna kita perfect juga atau at least kita ni competent in every social skills that we need to. So macam I belajar balik lah the art of the art of hanging out, the art of hanging out virtually, the art of macam reaching out to kawan dulu, like you know, trying, especially timing-timing macam ni, kita belajarkan like, like masa kita bersama member-member ni bahagia. <laughs> so like we try to like, so macam I personally learn lah, learn and relearn how to do that um, with that mindset lah. So, korang macam ni? Oh, okay. Uh, ada juga benda menarik yang nak share. Okay. Ha, cerita-cerita. Kalau macam, macam aku kan, macam, I will say that, I will make eating together with my friend, with my only friend at that time, dekat Asrama, as something compulsory. Maksudnya, makan tengah hari sekali, hmm. makan pagi sekali, everything must be done together because It is much more satisfying, it's much more, uh, much more, you know, meaningful lah when we eat sambil berborak, sambil bercerita movie apa, kau tengok semalam apa semua kan. It is much more meaningful lah bila makan sekali instead of makan seorang, tengok Twitter and so on. Bosan lah bila buat benda tu hari-hari. Memang at the first time, at the first week of the pandemic, I was like, ush, best gila time tu. Roommate semua dah balik kan. You being alone, no one disturbing your life, you know. 
it's different lah when you ada bilik tu seorang-seorang dengan you ada bilik tu dengan your roommate you have more privacy you boleh kunci pintu and so on and so it it is quite interesting in the first week so after that i was like alamak kenapa sunyi sangat kan kenapa macam tak ada orang so i tend to <coughs> i tend to you know reply every status on whatsapp status i was like yo kau buat apa kau buat apa semua kan macam not to be annoying or spamming message but this it is one of the ways lah i try to contact with them and i still remember at that one time um games like among us games like hago ah. and so on where you can where you can play uh, for 6 to 8 players at the same time. So at that time I will gather my friends more kan. So macam menariklah kita still boleh contact, boleh bergelak huha-huha but online. So something hmm. that we never imagine. So ah uh, itulah one of the things yang I buatlah waktu duduk dekat universiti dulu. Main game physically ataupun online dengan makan sekali. We'll make sure that wajib makan sekali. Ah <laughs> Sofia pula ada ada ke interesting interesting cerita macam mana connect dengan member-member time mula-mula pandemik dulu ke macam mana? Oh, okay, during the early uh, phase of pandemic, of course lah. Um, I masa tu sebab baru masuk universiti kan, so I didn't get to use them like uh, macam close enough lah. Then masa masa pandemik, um, somehow benda tu like of course lah, of course lah the the fact that it really macam um, mengahadkan perbualan my conversation with my friends um, sangat-sangatlah um, affected sebab I am the kind of person yang suka bercakap dengan orang tau I mean like especially kalau dengan tawai so macam for me masa mula memang it was fine for having um, holidays I never thought that it's going to be months tau so macam bila dah months tu when it reached the the I don't know the second month ke apa entah I tak ingat lah masa tu tapi masa tu bulan puasa I think macam mm-hmm. rasa macam I know so rasa macam congested dah. My brain rasa macam congested, rasa macam tak socialize around tau. And then what I did was, I took the initiative to join this one organization in university which is MPP. And then I socialize myself um, apa ni, among the students. So macam last semester, I went back to campus which is still lockdown. And then I was stranded in the campus with the only few of the students here, like almost baru 100 macam tu lah. But then, macam ni, this sunyi, tapi it was fine sebab I have the courage to approach the students, like the strangers, total strangers to make friends. And then we can still be friends until now, surprisingly. So macam, sebenarnya dia sedih sebab we cannot go out to buy things and we just need to uh, buy things online. So benda tu memanglah macam ni it was a struggle tapi bila kita tiga balik that was one of the um, apa ni sweet memories I have lah here so um, somehow I learn new skill lah on how to socialize myself around so macam not necessarily uh, you just need to be friend with the with someone from your class ke from your batchmate ke it can be someone else from other courses or maybe someone older maybe someone younger So itulah, that is the one thing that I learned and also I think it's interesting because it's a new thing that I did for myself. So maybe it's going to be a different perspective on, the, on other people juga lah. Maybe some people, they will actually find it like macam very interesting to be um, silent in their own room, tak social around. So 
some people they find macam I yang social around is actually a fun thing to do bila kena stranded dalam campus so it depends on the person itself juga macam mana okay betul tak betul 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 I antara yeah. betul lah macam I cerita tadi I pun jenis antara orang yang macam like ah, nak jumpa orang aduh malas ya Like even even my own like best friend yang rapat pun macam nak nak ajak keluar kan I was like ah perlu ke kita keluar malasnya <laughs> But then when this pandemic happens I realized that too much of anything is dangerous <laughs> too much of anything is never good like I guess like my funny question before kita ke conclusion like Okay, uh, soalan-soalan kita tadi kita tengok ke belakang kan macam mana pandemik ni, macam mana kita uh, beradaptasi apa semua Dan iyalah pengalaman kita kan Aku nak tanya juga dan especially sebab kita ni uh, episod ni pemulaan 2022 Korang ada ke plan for macam future macam mana? I know kita cakap tadi mula-mula je like we don't really have to have anything apa So I'm just asking macam in general You know do you have macam something interesting to share Sebab dalam keadaan macam tak Masa especially masa awal-awal 2020 kan keadaan tak tentu tak tentu So masuk tahun 2021 pun macam nak buat azam tahun baru Macam like ah ah macam tu lah kan But again you know kita dah ada tempoh masa ni I think like if we do set macam some quite a bit long term goals It can help us feel hope lah harapan tu There's something that we look forward to to the future lah But again, you know, if you don't have anything else, you maybe you can share macam there are things yang macam you just wanted to be more involved in general. Like I'll start with mine also. Like I'll I'll be like aku as example lah. Um, so as for now, like I do identify myself as a writer, as a freelance writer, and but again, um. Um, financial wise, I know to tak mencukupi. So sekarang ni, I work part time as a freelance babysitter. Yes, that is a thing. <laughs> to everyone's listening. Um, so that is more financially sustainable for me. So ke depan ni macam mana? Uh, for me personally, um, macam mana? Uh, like... It could be macam I really macam nak sambung like again that masters and PhD dalam kerja dalam bidang akademia. I could see myself doing that. Atau I pun jenis someone yang lebih suka freelance sebenarnya. I pun macam identify myself macam I sebenarnya kalau ikutkan kerja office ni macam like ah malas lah nak kerja office. <laughs> so so there is me. So like I'm I also have in my mind yang I nak kembangkan like this brand of Kelly Telly ni I nak kembangkan betul-betul to have more books under my name and stuff um, to to plan lah kan plan um, atau you know if this macam babysitting ni punya kerja memang serasi dengan diri because I also graduated with child psychology kan um, so maybe kalau it's okay like I can see myself doing that also you know maybe macam betul full time ke apa So there are just so there are just a few things macam I fikir oh dekat masa depan is possible um untuk jadi macam ni. I am interested untuk explore those possibilities. So korang macam mana? Sofia dulu ke? Macam ni? Boleh? Ah, sila. 
2022, since I'm going to finish my diploma program, inshallah, by this February, I am planning to hmm. join this one kelas menjahit tau. So that's ah. somehow, that is a skill yang bukannya macam ni, uh, it's not like everyone punya um, apa, ability to have that skill kan uh, unless kalau you want to um, apa, get involved with that um, apa? Um, maksudnya with that with that class uh, class tambahan macam tu so benda tu that is one of the things yang I want to do to actually maybe in future I can get income by doing that kind of business about that is actually quite interesting and the punya uh, apa? the punya in term of Orang the demand pun actually ada, hmm. so that's macam 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 food lah. Food kan orang tak kan tak nak makan kan. So hmm. baju ni pun it is something yang bukannya orang uh, tak nak. Semua manusia pakai baju. So that is one of the things that I want to explore for this year. And as for now, since I told you guys just now, I am still like adapting myself using iPad. So macam. As for now, ah. I am learning how to set up a platform to to have my online uh, business account, which is on Etsy. Etsy, which I know how to pronounce it. Ah, Etsy. Etsy to sell digital uh, planner, digital notebook because I really like them so much. Mm. As for now, I feel like much I'm punish myself to buy planner yang cantik lah so that much I can sell it on that platform. That is one, and those are the two things that I want to explore this year. And at the same time, kalau ada rezeki, maybe after this, I want to apa ni, join swimming class. Tapi if that is possible lah, kalau tak, then tak apalah, just two things are enough already. Sebab my, my mom dah suruh macam cari um, apa ni, things to to ensure that I am financially adalah, tak adalah macam. Sebab I still have um, apa ni, apa ni, apa plan to apa further into degree program kan so macam I am 24 currently so macam I'm afraid kalau macam sambil belajar ah yeah jujur je so macam I also worry kalau macam yelah kita kan dah growing old tak ada financial is very unstable so it's okay it's okay I suppose I suppose Yeah, like the exposure towards like something yeah, I can do business with that. So to to sebab mak pun dah suruh cari jodoh. So we have to, I mean like, I have to work on that too. Yang first kali appreciate kena kahwin. Akan pergi je, jemput je. InsyaAllah aku datang. <laughs> Yang kedua, we read more books lah. In terms of book, tahun lepas dah berjaya baca lebih kurang 34 buku. So tahun oh. ni nak target dalam 50 ke 70 ke macam tu lah. But It's quite achievable but tak tahulah kita tengok dulu macam mana sebab busy kerja juga kan So lepas tu hmm, I want to hit my first 60k kalau boleh InsyaAllah doakan <laughs> First 60k by the end of 2022 And I want to gather a lot of more assets I want to look into macam property, tanah and so on Dah, dah kena start lah as a orang kata pegai, as a man memang kena ada before kita orang kata apa melangkah ha tak ha melangkah ha faham eh faham eh oh. and lastly i want to have um, another side hustle lah macam kerja part time oh. ke ataupun freelancing ke and so on which is quite nice juga kalau dapat kerja as babysitter but tu lah takut baby menangis pula tengok <laughs> so itulah takut juga ah ha. But kalau ada rezeki sebab babysitter pun 
kind of mahal juga dia punya fees. I know that uh, yes. my my friend 800 per baby. So, ush, quite crazy oh. juga dia punya fees. Tu apa ha, setahun so ke? Sebulan ke? Sebulan. Bulan. Oh. Dia hantar dia hantar oh. dua baby. So, 1600 just for the babies. So, wow. Kind of boleh buat duit juga tu. <laughs> Baik jaga dengan ikhlas lah, of course lah. Betul, betul, betul. Sambil, 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 hmm. sambil training yourself lah kan. To become hmm. a father. Hmm. Sofia. <laughs> so, that's that's among my simple goals lah. Mungkin pada orang lain, mungkin kecil ke kan. But oh my god, hmm. what do you mean? Like, that is, huh? oh my god. That is oh, so yeah. <laughs> Tak ada lah. It's biasa je. <laughs> Like, like I'm I'm not macam mana like even macam buat property tu I pun sekarang macam baru tengah baca like okay oh, what is property <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but but again macam I cakap tadi lah aha tapi but but again macam I cakap tadi lah you know if you can get a good head start please do kan it's very it's very very good lah so yeah I mean um these past two years have been crazy. Um, but hopefully dah lepas 2 tahun ni um, keadaan adalah sikit stabil supaya we have like some kind of constant con- some kind of constant yang kita boleh macam okay tarik nafas lega kejap dia macam kita boleh plan lah sikit-sikit kat masa depan tu to give us hope kan tadi macam kita cakap tadi um, So yeah, I think that is a very um, good note um, to end like um, our episode. Um, so like, like bagilah macam closing words atau conclusion punya words. Macam nak cakap ah, uh, ni secara general lah apa yang keep me motivated sebab uh, I was one one of the orang kata apa, bukanlah nak kata I self-diagnosed depression but I've been through that thing you know bila kita dah sakit hmm. apa mental kita terganggu sampai sakit dada memang rasa dada hmm. tertekan so i can say that i kind of understand what depression people are facing are experiencing so what kind of <coughs> make me motivated is actually the to do list kind of funny oh. but when you when you done your better chores you you will feel satisfied Uh, and in terms of scientific research pun memang ada menunjukkan yang kita akan release dopamine bila kita siap kerja uh, so something like that is benda kecil but still you have to do to do list tu penting and lepas tu lagi satu semalam ada joint space dia cakap doktor ni cakap lah uh, do what you like and also like what you do so it's either two kadang-kadang orang tak suka dengan apa yang dia buat so dia kena ni lah orang kata sukalah kan ataupun suka apa do what you like like what you do ah macam itulah hmm. lebih kurang lah buat apa yang kita suka suka apa yang kita buat ah benda tu memang affect kita punya mental health kita punya kesihatan and so on lah ah be happy enjoy life hidup ni sekejap je ah so enjoy everything that you do so that's my betul, closing betul. words lah ah Sofia So personally, what I can tell about to to all the viewers that will be watching this uh funny session, um in this life you cannot expect things that you dream of having um will go run smoothly though. So much um, you have to know yourself uh, Like everyone has um everyone has different phase of 
um apa ni, achieving something in their life like not everyone is actually um apa ni um, apa ni trained to have a very smooth journey from after SPM sampai habis belajar so don't don't think like macam you are like a failure like, like it's a failure for you if you don't like having the same thing as what your friends have like kalau macam I personally I rasa macam of course I felt a little bit uh, apa ni down lah whenever I have to redo uh, like starting over doing diploma and then like at the same time my other friends are already working and also even some of them are pursuing their studies into master program PhD program so um, the thing is that um, memang benda tu in fact macam benda-benda yang macam tu in fact that akan affect you like um secara like kalau tak banyak pun sikit tapi just ensure that um setiap orang tu ada rezekinya masing-masing so mungkin as for now you are struggling but then um Allah knows what's the best for you so untuk orang lain tu sama juga don't you think yang everyone like orang lain tu jalanan perjalanan hidup dia is actually um, perfect dia ada ujian yang Allah has set for them yang kita tak pernah tahu ataupun yang dia tak pernah cerita kat kita. So, we only see the perfections that what they should je lah. Uh, they should to us. Tapi kita tak tahu apa the struggle that they have to go through ataupun the, in the future, we never know what will happen to them. So, macam we have to just like um, whatever things that you are currently doing at the moment, you just need to um, enjoy and also um, find things yang bila jadi macam ni kan, find things yang rasa macam what actually this incident um, teaches you at the moment. So, Benda-benda tu yang actually keeps you um, apa ni, um, jadi rational and also relevant balik lah. Oh, maybe adalah tu benda ni, 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 ni. So, macam jangan, jangan apa ni, um, jangan terlalu, bukan jangan terlalu lah. Maksudnya, you can feel down tapi jangan lupa untuk um, apa ni, get up balik. Sebab kalau you feel down, it's about your life. It's on you. Your life is on you, bukan on other people. Sebab you are growing old and you can know, I mean like, you you need to be independent lah somehow um, you cannot depend on our parents anymore kan sebab dia dah besar dah tua kan so uh, macam tu lah that is my closing words lah okay okay very nice like I think to sum it up to sum it up especially dalam timing timing macam ni kita akan senang down um, so I guess in the midst of that find ways that you tahu boleh kurangkan rasa down you boleh like can lift you up even more because life is short you know you should enjoy life and you want to make sure you stay you are not too dependent to like you tak dependent on external factors to keep you happy and stuff um, at least not too dependent so yeah i hope this message um goes out to everyone's listening um Alright, so yeah, again, thank you very much, uh, Sofia, dengan Akasha. Um, Sudi jadi guest <laughs> untuk episode kali ni. Um, so yeah, I guess I'll say goodbye for now. So you guys, the one who are watching, who are listening, um, thank you for watching and listening. And I will see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Say bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Jumpa lagi. <laughs> Have a good life, y'all. Yeah. <laughs>